Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harrods here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a, a volatile session overnight last night in futures trading, but we were able to finish the day strong here on a positive note. All four of our major indexes coming back positive on the day today. We do continue to see signs here of capitulation from the Bears. Kip covered many of these on his podcast yesterday. So I just want to cover a few of the ones that we saw here today. And first off, caught our eye right off the bat was the put-call ratio on the day-to-day, which is the amount of investors buying puts to calls. Uh, The average range here is roughly a 0.7. So anything below a 0.7 would be excessively bullish. Anything above that, really in about the one range, is excessive bearishness. Well, we spent more time today in the one range than we did yesterday, even. So, another sign here, after getting back-to-back days of all these time frames above a one, that tells us that there is a little excessive bearishness out there. And this is some of the heaviest put buying that we've seen since November of last year, which at that time we had a little bit of a sell-off leading up to the election. But since the put-call ratio topped out, the Dow's up roughly 20% since then, a little over that actually. Uh, So we think we might be looking at the beginning of, of the next leg higher now going from here for our markets. We also saw it in the VIX. The VIX just collapse today. I say collapse because it's really had a pretty incredible run though. So still at a 23, but it was down four points uh, or 16% on the day today. That was pretty significant after the three-day rally that we just saw. Saw the the VIX increase by 10 points, which was some 44% from where it was. So this type of, of action, Kip talked about a, a different stat on this yesterday, but I saw this one today as well. This has happened after a, a three-day rally like this in the VIX, going back to 1990, where the VIX has gone more than three months without a major spike, which is what we just saw. It's happened 16 times. Looking forward, the S&P has been higher in 14 out of those 16 times over the next year with average gains of 11%. So Kim talked about that yesterday as well. Big tell for us here. Another sign that we're reaching that capitulation point we've been talking about, and it may have actually been yesterday. We also saw it in our sentiment surveys this week. The fear and greed index now remains at a 40, dip below a 40 yesterday, which is now a reading of fear, which that survey has just fallen Quickly, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we were in the extreme greed uh, area, maybe a month ago or so. And then today we also got back the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey, which fell eight percentage points for bullish bullish investors from a 44 last week to 36% of investors bullish now this week. Uh that reading there is only the third time this year that we've broken a below a 40% on bullish investors. It's only happened two other times this year, uh, going back to February. So the first time since February that we've seen that as contrarians, which we are here, 
These are the kind of readings that make us want to continue to buy this market. So I'm getting close to back of the truck type of scenario. And then to kind of wrap it all up here, we just continue to see earnings crushing here. We are on the road to wrapping up Q1 earnings now, which has just had an incredible start. If you've been tuning in with us here, you know we've been talking about that since the beginning of the year, saying that Q1 earnings were going to be incredible, and then we're still saying Q2 earnings are going to be even better. Uh, so, so far through Q1 earnings, earnings per share growth is now on track to rise 50% year over year. Now, of course, we all know what happened last year. The end of Q1 got destroyed because of uh, lockdowns and, and coronavirus insanity. But these are this is the some of the strongest growth, and we're getting upward revisions as well in these estimates. The, the strongest growth in at least 20 years at the S&P earnings are already on track to get back to where they were before the pandemic happened. Uh, Evercore is out projecting that that will happen by the end of, of Q2 earnings. So pretty incredible. After the year that we've just had, shows the resilience of these companies that after everything that happened in the last year, they're already back to earnings levels from before the pandemic. Folks, we see so much opportunity in this market right now. Uh, Really pretty incredible. Kip covered a lot of these today in our updates to members uh, in more detail as well. So if you want to check it all out, come and join us. we got two free week trial right now at VRAinsider.com. You'll receive full access to everything that we do, our daily updates, our special reports. We'd love to have you with us. So come check us out. Come join us. Uh, we've got a, a wonderful community here at the VRA. And thank you all for, uh, for tuning in with us here every day as well. So, all right, let's take a look at our markets on the day today. We're led by the Russell 2000, small caps leading the way, up 1.68% to 2,170. We were followed there by the Dow Jones, up just under 1.3%, but a nice 433 points today. So, to really come back after what we've seen this week to 34,021, so getting back above that 34,000 mark, which those... Round numbers like a 33,000, 34,000, and when we get to 35, they're big psychological numbers here. Uh, and it, that does play a role in investing. We've only gotten above 35,000 once, uh, and we think we're on the road to getting back there now. The SP was up next, up 1.22% to 4,112. And lastly, the NASDAQ up 0.72% to 13,124. And while we would have loved to have seen tech leading today, we were also huge fans of small caps here. But the semis did lead tech today, and that's what you want to see from this group. So another bullish reading there. The semis were up a nice 1.14% on the day today. Looking at our internals, this is where we were maybe you get a little bit hesitant on uh, on calling our shot here on the this is the capitulation moment but considering the days that we just had not terrible readings at all advanced declines coming back over 2 to 1 positive for the NYSE positive as well but not quite that strength from the Nasdaq but new 52 week highs to lows we got a low number today of new 52 week highs we really haven't seen this 
area from our internals being beat much this year at all. It's been rare days to have more 52-week lows than highs. But after this this quick, sharp sell-off that we've just seen, it's not too surprising. I went back and ran a lot of charts today. A lot of our sectors, a lot of our individual names, still just a small percentage away from their 52-week highs. So not incredibly shocking after the move we just had to see uh, that this uh, new 52-week highs to lows lag. It can lag a little bit, uh, both to the upside and the downside. Uh, but we would have liked to have seen strong numbers, obviously. We finished roughly 3-1 to one negative here on the day with over 200 stocks hitting new 52-week lows on the NASDAQ. So not what you want to see there, uh, but again, a little bit of a lagging indicator and then lastly for today, volume was able to come in positive for the NYSE, but did come in negative on the NASDAQ for the day. Looking at our sectors on the day, solid readings here, finishing with 10 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day today. We were led by industrials, and we got a nice rally back from the transports today, up 2.3%. That's what you want to see. Uh, we've gotten multiple Dow Theory buy signals or, or fresh ones, fresh Dow 3 buy signals lately, uh, transport still right in the range of their all-time highs, not too far off it at all. Next up was the financials, followed by utilities, materials, consumer staples, and tech. Our one laggard on the day was energy, oil prices getting beat up today, uh, the pipeline coming back online, hopefully solve some of those supply issues in the Northeast might be a little bit of it here, but energy down 1.3% on the day today. And finally for today, our VRA commodity watch gold. Now our one commodity that's higher on the day up just over two tenths of 1% to $1,827 an ounce silver down slightly by about two tenths of 1% now to $27 and 19 cents an ounce copper now down, our, our biggest loser um, from our, our metal space on the day, down over 1% to $4.68 a pound. This is a group that's had an incredible run and is at overbought readings. Let's just see how, yeah, very, still, even after a, a day of selling like yesterday and, and then today, it'll start to pull back from extreme overbought. But we are in extreme overbought territory there. Again, just an incredible run we've gotten from this group, and we don't think that that run is over yet. Uh, and then lastly here, oil. And as I mentioned, energy week on the day. Oil now down over 3.5% to $63.75 a barrel. And lastly for today, cryptocurrency. Bitcoin and the others. Seeing a sell-off today, they've come a long way, though, as well, so not a huge surprise, really, but a lot of frustration out there by comments from Elon Musk, which kind of, a lot of people would say, triggered this event. Uh, like I said, we've come a long way, so not a huge surprise, but Elon Musk announced today that Tesla is temporarily halting purchases for their vehicles in Bitcoin, which they just allowed just a few months ago, uh, citing energy concerns. Um, I'm not going to get too into it, but the way he phrased it was really interesting. Didn't seem like that was really the concern because it's the concerns we've known about with Bitcoin from the beginning. So interesting to see there. Not sure the exact reasoning behind that, but they will continue to hold Bitcoin on their balance sheet. So it's not like they're selling it all, 
but Bitcoin's still down on the day, down nearly 11% to 48,521. The rest of the cryptocurrencies all down about 10% as well on the day today. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.